0: Hey, hello. My name is Selena. And my name's Theoni, and you are listening to Piping Hot. Hello, hello everyone. Happy June. Um, it's crazy that it's already June. I know that doesn't really make sense to yeah. me. And the fact that I'm I've been like planning this trip back to Minnesota for mm-hmm. like months, and the fact that I'm flying out tomorrow.
1: Like yeah. by the time
0: this episode comes out, I'll have been in Minnesota for like a week, yeah. which blows my mind honestly. Yeah, that's crazy. You know what? It also made me think of too is that hmm. we've been doing this podcast for almost half a year now. <laughs> Isn't that Shut weird? up. Right? <laughs> Isn't that so weird? There's no way it's been that long. That's crazy. Yeah, and I think we only had like one week where we took a break, but like every week we've had an episode. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Wow, it does not feel like it's been that long. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow, look at us go. I know, we're, we're amazing. I know, look at us. <laughs> I'm very proud of us. Yeah. And look at us sporting a cute ponytail today. I know, I noticed that. We both actually look really good today. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm proud of us because amazing. some days I get on here and I'm like, I look like I just rolled out of bed and <laughs> it's just going to have to be what it's going to be. And yeah. some days I'm like, wow, I feel pretty good yes <laughs> how is your week dude it's good it's yeah no it's good it's starting to get really nice here in Minnesota so spending some time outside which has been really nice um work is like kind of busy mm. so that's not ideal but it's fine <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no it's good I'm like so excited for summer so I, I really want to like get out and do more things so but yeah what about you It's good. I think I am ready to go back to Minnesota, like I was saying a little bit ago, just because I think now that I've had time off after school Mm -hmm. and everything like that, I've gotten a chance to catch up on the things that I wanted to. And so now I'm just like ready to go home, spend time with people, and then get into work. I feel like I'm ready for that now, which is weird. But I also feel like you can only do so much with so much free time. Like eventually I'm like, okay, I need to do something with myself. Yeah, that's the same way that I am with things like vacation. I love vacation, right? Like I Hmm. will, I'm like so obsessed with it. But a part (laughs) of me is like at the point where it's like, okay, well, I'm done with vacation. I can like kind of get back into routine and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, 100%. What are you drinking today? I am drinking stress relief with a bit of honey in it Mm. because my throat was kind of hurting today, honestly. I don't know if I have been singing too much in the car or (laughs) talking too much or like what's going on, but I just feel like I needed something to soothe the old vocal cords. So and I want to get like a good night's rest tonight because last night I couldn't sleep because I'm pretty sure there was a mouse scurrying around in my room. I didn't see it but I feel like I heard it so I was just it was just hard to sleep with that yeah so now I'm just like I'm gonna pack tonight so it's ready to go for tomorrow and then I'm gonna pass out like I'm very excited for that (laughs) uh I should know this but like when are you landing in Minnesota like what time 6 45 p.m. my mom's gonna pick me up and then nice. we might go have dinner with my yaya and then we'll go to rochester nice and what time yeah. are you flying out of boston 4 45 or something like that oh wow so you have kind of like the day tomorrow yeah which okay. i'm very happy about because i'm yeah. gonna sleep in and If I have everything packed tonight, then I can just kind of take my time tomorrow, which I am very excited about. Yeah. No, I hate like rushing to get to the airport, hate rushing to pack. Like, it just gives me so much anxiety. No, I don't do (laughs) rushing. I don't do rushing in the morning. I just hate that. And like, I also hate cramming a bunch of stuff in for like the last minute. Like, I'm not dealing with that. Yeah. No what are you drinking? I am drinking peach bellini today. <laughs> Every time I hear that even yeah. if you're saying it right now it just makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah I'm I'm drinking that today just feeling for like a summer vibe. Do you want to yes. know a funny story? Yes I do. So I was facetiming my sisters mm-hmm. and my older sister was like um do you guys have a p.o box for your podcast i was like no no we don't like we don't do that she's like well you guys should get one because i want to send you guys new tea because every single week it's stress relief or peppermint or whatever and you guys need something different and i was like well (laughs) if maybe we should start a p.o box for our three listeners (laughs) (laughs) get fan mail like once every year (laughs) i love that your sister's like y'all you need to spice it up like i'm sick of hearing peach melissini and stress relief every week like let's move on oh my god maybe when we hang out um when i come back we can go shopping for tea and just buy a bunch of new random shit that we should yes yes I think it's time. I think it is, too. <laughs> oh, I just thought oh, it was really funny. really funny. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a P.O. box? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so what about pop culture moments for the week? I literally have one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I have a so, couple, but you, you can go first. Okay. I think that the biggest thing is just the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial is now done. So... Yeah. Johnny Depp was awarded $15 million. Mm-hmm. Amber Heard was awarded $2 million. Her lawyer has made it known that she can't pay that off. Yep. So I think she's going to file for an appeal. Yep, And that's kind of where everything's at. So I never wanted to really speak my piece about this on here because I feel like it's too hard to discuss the complexity of the mm-hmm. case and also I don't know the legal stuff I haven't yeah. looked enough into it so I don't feel like I can say properly an opinion yeah if it I don't have the facts you same know? I will say it took social media by storm like it, it was did. crazy like I was on jo- Johnny Depp and Amber Heard TikTok side for so long for the six weeks that they were doing those testimonies and all that stuff so I mean, yep. I wasn't following it, but like it was constantly on my timeline. Yeah, no, me too. And I you can't get away from it. Yeah. And I'm sorry, like, not something to make fun of, but some of the things people would do were so funny. <laughs> like my roommate was telling me that like over <laughs> over the weekend her family was here for her graduation. Mm-hmm. Whenever they would get in little arguments, like they would just say to each other, Aquaman. <laughs> that one audio clip when Amber's like just going off on Johnny and then he just ends with going Aquaman like I just it's like not funny but it just really makes me like nothing aggravates people more than when you're upset and someone just doesn't act like you're upset at all oh yeah Yeah. do you want to know something funny (laughs) sure so the the like it, it was announced like the what is it called what's that word The verdict? Yes, the verdict. That was announced on Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern time. So for me, that was 2 p.m. And I was at work. And again, I'm not, I wasn't following it that closely. So it's like, okay, well, great. It's going to be read today, whatever. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) we had a client meeting at that time. But the client (laughs) sent us a note saying like, hey, can we, like, push it 15 minutes back? Because I want (laughs) to hear the verdict. (laughs) And we were like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And then... I love that. And then it was delayed, so... Even though we pushed it, we, we still didn't have the verdict read. So Ugh. we started the meeting, and then at like mm-hmm. 2.20, they everyone yeah. came back into the courtroom, and our client was like, ah, they're, they're, they're starting, they're starting. And so we all just had to wait for like 10 minutes while that like lady read off like everything. It was so hilarious. i love that you're in like a workplace though where you're just like yeah listen to it like i think that's so but it's crazy how people were so invested in it yeah it's like it's like a sports game or like something like people were like invested yeah it's crazy because i was watching it on youtube they were live streaming Mm. it and it was like one of the channels that was live streaming it and our live stream had like two million people watching i'm like imagine Mm -hmm. all the other people watching a different channel yeah Yeah. like i just that i can't even like compute like that's crazy it is crazy what things will get as big as they are yeah you know it's wild to me yeah (sighs) what else do you got on your list or what do you have on yes because that was my thing yeah interestingly (laughs) enough i forgot to add that one to my list but i'm happy you brought that up first one i mm-hmm. am on top gun tiktok and not the kind where it's like oh the reviews uh-uh no. it is miles teller and <laughs> glenn powell tiktok aka top gun tiktok i am so i am so obsessed The amount of times that I've seen that clip of Miles (laughs) Teller dancing on on the the beach beach with his six pack. I'm like, sir, sir, I know, because I never thought of him as a person with a six pack. Yeah, like I always thought of him as like he was always cute, Mm -hmm. but he was never hot. Mm -hmm. He's hot. He has crossed that line he got into really good shape for this movie. <laughs> they all did let me yeah. tell you and you know what the best part is his yeah. wife is on tiktok <laughs> and she is like just going along with yeah. it she thinks it's so funny I, and i love that she just like rolls with it i love it too because like she's giving us all the con- like all the yeah. behind the scenes like content and i'm like You're loving the dream. You're literally living the dream. (laughs) At first, it was all this stuff about Miles Teller and Top Gun. Now Mm -hmm. people are like, you don't get to love Miles Teller unless you loved him in Footloose. And I'm like, okay, but now all of you are saying that. And Footloose, I will say, because I'm going to be that person, the new Footloose is one of my favorite movies of all time because I just think it's so good. But also, I'm sorry, y'all were not thirsting over Willard in Footloose, no matter (laughs) what you say no one (laughs) wait can you remind me like what footloose this one was the new one with julianne huff oh okay okay yeah wait who was he i don't even remember. he was willard so he was like the main guy's best friend oh you know who i think of for miles teller is the spectacular now with shailene woodley I've never seen it. Okay, that movie is fantastic, which I think came out even before Footloose. So I am allowed to simp over Miles Teller, okay? <laughs> Everyone, sit down. <laughs> but yeah, Glenn Powell will be looking good too. Oh my God, Glenn and Powell. And I love him and the... Love of My Life. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh my gosh, and just like associating him <laughs> with like set it up. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm in. I am like, yes, he... please. <laughs> he got into a really good shape for this movie too i was like yes, damn boy like <laughs>
1: what what regimen
0: do they have you on <laughs> yeah y'all sorry no i'm just thinking about it anyway what <laughs> that's, else you that's got? all i wanted to say about top gun haven't haven't seen the movie don't know if it's no. good <laughs> like... apparently it's the biggest box office debut of tom cruise's career whoa and, and i think it's because of all the girls oh i really Wait, do have you seen the tiktoks where it's like convincing my boyfriend to go to go watch top gun and it's like yes. what he watches top gun for and what i watch top yes. gun for it's so funny oh my god oh I
1: okay love tiktok
0: next one mm-hmm kim finally talked about pete on their show the kardashians i saw that yeah. i thought it was so interesting that she said that at first she was just dtf because she heard <laughs> about, about the, the BD? bd okay wait And then it, <laughs> i just want to say that like yes. i don't know if i should if i should feel proud or ashamed that i know what those acronyms mean and when she was talking about it i it just clicked in my head automatically yep. and i was like She just said acronyms. She didn't say anything. I know, but we all knew what she was saying. I know, I know. And sometimes when I think about it too much, the fact that he was engaged to Ariana Grande and is now dating Kim Kardashian Mm -hmm. in the same lifetime, like, what does this guy do? But she's so like likes him so much like, she just talks about how he's like the nicest most genuine guy she said mm-hmm. genuine was the word she would describe him as yeah. so i think it's like the whole nice guy thing for pete because mm. p can get all these freaking girls and people and he's not the most like conventionally attractive guy so it's like okay well what what is it and i think it is because he is so nice he's a gentleman Mm -hmm. kim said that he is like genuine i think um ariana grande said that he's like the nicest person ever too Mm -hmm. so i think that's it as well as i think it was when they were at the met gala or somewhere where like pete was shielding kim in the elevator so the paparazzi couldn't take pictures of her i was like wait a second wait a second i (laughs) know so cute so cute yeah i love their relationship it doesn't make sense to me i don't think Mm -hmm. i mean what do i know i don't feel like it's gonna last forever but i i'm glad they're both happy yeah well kim said that she just wanted to like have fun and like live life like when she reached out to pete it was all just to have fun like i don't think it's i don't think they're taking it seriously and if they are taking it seriously like good for them but like right now i think it's just like they're they're having fun like which is great after all that she's going through so (laughs) (laughs) next one not really pop culture but i feel like we can still talk about it um the boston celtics are in the nba finals against the golden state warriors Yes, they are. Boy, Jason Tatum. (laughs) What up? It's so funny because I remember we went to go see, we went to a Boston game when I visited you in Boston. And we were just like having fun. And now they're in the finals. And I'm like, okay, cool. (laughs) I know. And I remember we showed up there. We knew nothing about basketball at that point. And we're like, we're going to love Jason Tatum. We didn't know that he was like the Celtics star. We were just like, we're going to love him. Yeah. And then we did. And now he's like the biggest star, and I also really love Steph Curry, Mm -hmm. so I think it's really cool that like those teams ended up in the finals. Yeah. So I agree. I I think I've like always loved Steph Curry, and he's just so good at basketball. It literally doesn't make (laughs) it does not make sense in my head. So I'm super excited to see that matchup because I feel like they're really like equal, like both Mm -hmm. teams are very equal. So, but yeah, I just wanted to say that because I thought it was funny that we saw them earlier this year. Okay, last thing that I have on my pop culture list is the (laughs) Liam Payne slander on TikTok. Oh, dear Lord. That boy makes my skin crawl. Okay, I have a few things to say about this. First of all, you're going to go and say all these things about One Direction when nobody says anything about it anymore. Number two, you're going to go do it on Logan Paul's podcast. I know, out of all Ain't people. Ain't nobody going to take you seriously. Exactly. And the fact that he thought strip that down, <laughs> outsold everyone else. Boy, Zendaya has more Spotify listeners than you do. And she doesn't even really have a music career. Yeah, no. So you literally don't, you, you don't, you don't know what's going on. To be no, honest... You. I like saw the like little snippets of him talking on a podcast and I was like oh like I don't I don't know what podcast he went on and then I found out it was the Logan Paul podcast I was like honey honey that is the last podcast you want to go on and talk and it was just like such a pick me behavior like such a pick me energy and I'm like 100% okay like a part of me is like okay Liam I want to understand you and I want to have sympathy for you but the way that you were talking about your past bandmates literally pisses me off you guys all did that together for like and the fame that you guys freaking acquired was crazy literally, literally. Direction was huge and it's just mm-hmm. like him going out there and like basically slandering everyone and I'm just like I, I can't like he's just he's living so much in the past and he I is. just well because that's all he has I know I know and I a part of me feels bad but then another part of me doesn't because it's like you're out here like being like yeah zane had a really hard um upbringing and blah 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 all this stuff and i'm like just don't stop stop talking about them that's not even your business exactly and and it makes him especially look bad after it comes out that he cheated on his fiance I mean, I just, so just say that. you need to get your life together boy yeah. no yeah i just i just a really bad, like, ick for me. And I think do, I didn't watch the whole podcast episode. I've only been no, getting no, snippets because I've, over my dead body, would I ever listen to a Logan know. Paul podcast? No, <laughs> <laughs> um, never. And I heard that, like, he didn't say, <laughs> I heard sure. that the only person he didn't say my name was Harry. Yeah, because he knows his fans will come from yeah. his throat. Yeah. Don't even try. Yeah. Harry. And another thing, too, that, because I, Again, I'm on that side of TikTok, so a lot of people are like commentating on it. And I've heard that like management, right? The whole Stitch thing was that Liam was like the first, like the front runner mm-hmm. of the band, like the guy who like kind of ran the group. And management was really, really pushing that at the height of One Direction. Mm-hmm. But the person who had the charisma to be the l- band leader was Harry. Yep, and he 100%. naturally he naturally rose to the top and even to this day too like you can he is mm-hmm. so successful and I think Liam expected it whereas the others worked for it maybe I don't know oh no I agree because remember simon simon told him that he would yeah. the, he would be the top the top guy at the top for this band so i just i think yeah his perception was like this is my spot but he not that he didn't work for it i think it's just like he thought it was going to be given to him and it mm-hmm. wasn't so. yeah nope Anyways, oh. I am living my best life on that side of TikTok because I was never a Liam girl. <laughs> I, I never even listened to One Direction that much. Like I like some of their songs, yeah. but I never listened to them that much. I think if I was a girl. Yeah. I mean, that sounded <laughs> not. <laughs> I, always was a girl. Always going to be a girl. But, <laughs> but um, oh I, was, I was always leaning towards Niall. Because he's like the little sweetheart. Oh, you are such... Which really goes against... You are such a Nile girl. You think? Yeah. Okay, I'll take it. He's a cutie. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, what were you going to say? No, I was going to say it just goes against my instincts now, but I wish I had stuck to that sweetheart (laughs) motivation. But anyway, shall we get into our topic today? Yes, I am so excited. (laughs) I am so excited. I I know, me too. I... I started sharing my thoughts with you, but then I was like, oh, I have to save it for the podcast. So I'm I'm intrigued to hear your thoughts about it, too. I love this book, not in the way I've loved other contemporary Mm -hmm. romances, but like, It is just such, like, a guilty pleasure. Not even... I don't like the term guilty pleasure. If I like it, I like it. It doesn't have to be guilty. But I just really like this book, and it's very simple, just very cute, like, very mindless, and... So for those of you listening, you obviously know already, but we are going to be talking about It Happened One Summer by Tessa Bailey. She also has a sequel to this book out that recently Mm -hmm. came out called Hook, Line, and Sinker, which, Selena, you need to read it now that you've read this one. It's really, really good. I literally just bought it at Target the other day. Yay! (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. You'll have to let me know your thoughts about that one. Okay. Okay. But yeah, should we just jump right in? yeah i mean if you haven't read the book don't listen any further go read it because it is really really good it's so good it's so quick to like get in to it too Mm -hmm. um so go read it and then come back and listen to this episode yes okay all right so here we go with my stupid synopsis synopsis synopses. (laughs) sure okay great Chapter one is the chaotic intro to our main protagonist, Piper Bellinger. At an A-list party, Adrian breaks off his three-week-long relationship with Piper. Before he does, though, he tells Piper that she is like everyone else and that essentially she doesn't know what life is, especially outside of social media. This then gives Piper an idea to do something reckless to make herself stand out. So, I mean, the first chapter is pretty short, so I don't have a lot mm-hmm. to say about it. It just kind of sets up the rest of the book in the sense of her and Adrian's relationship and her previous relationships mm-hmm. um, with men and how they've treated her and yeah. what they think about her. Because obviously throughout the book that becomes like a big source of her... Um, insecurity and i just really like how she wrote this first chapter because i think it really gave us an idea of who piper was right away which i really liked i agree and i texted you this but i'll say it again i think mm-hmm. my first impression of her was like i can definitely tell that this is supposed to be alexis from Shits yeah. creek but i was <laughs> getting i was getting a little like vibe of emily from emily in paris mm. but i think as i kept reading the book it was Definitely, Alexis from Ships Creek. So Alexis. Yeah. So Alexis. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I don't have a ton to say mm-hmm. about um, chapter one. Besides, I, I do like the description about how she was like, I'm 28, I'm the oldest at the party, but I'm still fun, like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I feel like a lot of us in our 20s have that moment where you kind of switch from being like a young adult to like a real life adult yeah. when you're like, these things I used to be doing aren't that enjoyable to me anymore. So yeah. like, how do I adjust to like being a real adult? You yeah. Know? So no, I definitely. thought that was relatable. Do you have anything else to say about chapter one? No, that's it. All right. I will jump into chapter two. Here is my synopsis. In chapter two, Piper finds herself in jail after throwing a party for 200 people at a hotel pool that had been closed. How did she get in? Breaking the window, of course. After charming the prison guard, Piper was able to use a less disgusting bathroom. And by the time she's done, her sister Hannah has bailed her out. Finally, Piper makes it to her getaway car, but not before getting hounded by paparazzi and second guessing some of her choices. So I just thought it was so funny to add this about her character about like her relationship with the prison guard and how she was just very like oh i'm in jail again Mm -hmm. like i feel really bad but can i please use the bathroom and blah 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 Mm -hmm. and i just thought it was really funny that the prison guard was like oh yeah sure like yeah i don't know i just thought it was really funny how she could charm people like that oh yeah i think for this chapter it was so vivid like Mm -hmm. i loved it because i felt like i was there with piper and just the mm-hmm. way that like tessa bailey wrote it i was like i love this like it's <laughs> yeah. so it's so funny but also seems like so tangible yes 100 mm-hmm. percent. she's really good at setting the stage in a yeah. way that feels like real yeah you know yeah the one thing i do like about this chapter as well is the background on her and kirby's friendship that we get right away Mm -hmm. because i think it especially is important later in the book which we'll talk about but i think just like the fakeness of their relationship and the fact that kirby called the police on her kind of gives us a sense of like the world that piper is living in you know i was kind of pissed that kirby called the cops i was pissed too i was like what the? i was like what kind of friend are you like ugh well yeah she's not a friend you know at all Mm -hmm. freaking Kirby (laughs) anyways I have beef with Kirby um (laughs) I do love Hannah and hers first interaction because Mm -hmm. the way that Tessa Bailey writes it we get such a good idea of what Hannah is like right away especially in comparison to Piper but I love that they're like they have such a close sibling relationship and like even though they're so different Hannah's like oh, Piper, you got in jail again. And she's like, I know, I know. Like, are you going to play me some music for the ride home? And like, just, I don't know. I just love their like sister relationship. I just love sister stories. Like going back to book lovers, like, oh my God. Just, it's so good. It's so good. So good. (laughs) So good. Yeah, that's pretty much all I have for the first couple chapters because I feel like Mm -hmm. it was a lot of like background. So, all right. Jumping into chapter three. Here's my synopsis. Piper gets a wake-up call when her stepfather tells her that because of her stunt, she'll be sent to Westport for three months, the town her mother and father were from. Hannah, her sister, is dead set on going with Piper, and her mother is in agreement with her stepfather. Before the chapter ends, her mother warns Piper that the fishermen there are unpolished and direct and will always always choose the sea over a woman. So, again, I think this chapter emphasized that she was really, like, Alexis from Schitt's Mm -hmm. Creek. Even, like, her mannerisms. I was like, "Yes, you are so Alexis. (laughs) Like, a part of me, like, couldn't even take her seriously at that point. I was like, okay, sure. (laughs) I think I texted you this as well, but I'll say it again. The logistics of this whole deal was so weird for me that it kind of... Snapped me out of the book. It didn't make sense that her stepfather would send Piper away for three months because his investor wanted to stick it to him. But logically, if the investor wanted to stick it to him, he would have just pulled the funding from the movie. Yeah, literally. I don't understand what he's benefiting if he's sending the guy's daughter to like a random town. I don't know. It was just weird. No, I agree with you. I had a really hard time getting behind the reasoning of why she ended up in the town. Like, I get the scenario of, like, you need to go somewhere outside of LA to, like, learn hard work, like, blah, blah, blah. If it had just been that, it would have made sense. But then thrown in with the investment banking stuff with the movie, I was like, I don't fully understand. Yeah, no, it just didn't really make sense. Mm -mm. Another thing that was really weird for me. Mm -hmm. was her mom like her mom was like oh you can go and learn about your dad because i've been so selfish about it like yes oh in a way i understand her mom's trauma and her past wounds but it's shitty to send piper there for a punishment you know like it just sets the tone of like well I'm going to send you to Westport. And while you're there, you can learn about your father. Like, I, it was just weird. That's like the way she should have to go there to learn about her dad. Exactly. And that's why I didn't like it. Because I was like, that's so weird. Like, all of a sudden, your entire life, you've never talked about, you know, their dad. But then all of a sudden, when Piper is getting punished, she can finally learn about her dad. Like, it was just the weirdest, like, convenient thing. Yeah, no. Yeah. No. No. (laughs) it doesn't it just yeah The she she i was not on her side right now yeah no that's pretty much it that i have for chapter three do you have anything else i do not okay moving on to chapter four here's my synopsis (laughs) (laughs) you're so funny (laughs) 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 we get our first introduction to the top closed up no bullshit <laughs> captain of the Delaware, brendan taggart is that how you say his last name i have no idea taggart cool i don't know and literally Great. in my notes i go Eek! <laughs> <laughs> no honestly though like i he's such a mutt like he yeah. even on the cover of the yes. book he looks like mutt like it's not yeah Okay, continuing on. Yes, He watches as Piper and Hannah arrive in town and announce that their late father, Henry Cross, had owned the bar they were in. There's already tension between Brendan and Piper as the ladies (laughs) announce they're staying in the apartment above the bar. Brendan helps carry their bags to the second floor. I also texted you this, but I'm going to say it again. (laughs) I don't think I have ever hopped onto a train faster than i hopped onto the brendan train <laughs> like i don't i you loved him right away yes. which is so rare for you it really is like even with gus and um charlie even like um adam from the love hypothesis took me a little while to jump on the train but like brendan came in and i was like yep <laughs> see here's the thing i feel like i'm never hesitant to jump Mm. on the train for people because i'm like i know you're gonna have character development and i'll like you by the end of the book so i'm just gonna get on the train now oh and then it'll it'll be great i'll be there along for the ride oh okay okay (laughs) no they have to like win me over (laughs) okay fair enough fair enough okay (sighs) okay I will say the voice that Tessa Bailey wrote and used for Brendan was so good. I could feel his voice was like tangible and like his personality like really jumped Mm -hmm. off the page. Like I I loved it so much. The last thing that I'll say is that I thought the (laughs) tension between Piper and Brendan right off the bat was interesting. Like I guess I wasn't sure how to feel about it. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it either. I just I was wondering like how you felt about it. I think it it was a little confusing to me because it wasn't like a full enemies to lovers, yeah, or anything like that. Yeah, but I also was just like char or <laughs> Charlie, not Charlie. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> thinking about a different man. <laughs> um, yeah, <a> little <laughs> yes. Um, but no, Brendan right away was so judgmental of her and just yeah, they were so rude to each other right away that I was like. People don't act like this in real life. Like I know it's supposed to be like the banter and like the enemies to lovers. So like I get it and I'm here for it because I like this book. But I wasn't totally buying Mm. into it. I was like, I feel like you're being rude to each other for no reason. I definitely felt that from Brendan's side. That just because Mm -hmm. she like was an outsider and she came into town. Like he was like, no, I don't like you or whatever. So I was just like, you know, him and his (laughs) routines. (laughs) Yes. Yes. <laughs> but that is all that I have for chapter 4. Great. All right, chapter 5. I feel like the first like half of the book goes pretty fast and then uh-huh. the second half is more like longer chapters. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Chapter 5 synopsis. In this chapter, Piper and Hannah are brought up to see their new apartment. Brendan clearly doesn't believe they'll make it in an apartment this way, as evidenced by the mice running around. But that comes to no surprise to Piper, who feels that everyone underestimates her capabilities. The chapter ends with Piper blurting out something too true and Brendan wondering if a reality show was being filmed. I love that she notices like the ring that he's wearing right away. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, not going there. I respect that. But yeah. also I love that detail. Like literally like five chapters into the book, we get that. And it made me so curious about it right away. Same. Because I was like, obviously I know the whole story now, but I remember. And I think you texted me this too. Mm-hmm. It's like, is he married? Is he still married? Are they getting a divorce? Mm-hmm. Is she like has she died like what is the situation going on because i feel like depending on what it had been could have changed like the story oh definitely and we saw that in beach read with gus Mm -hmm. like it 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 sets a (laughs) different tone completely depending on the situation so when i saw that i was like oh my gosh he's getting a divorce or or is he still married like that's weird though because i know he's the love interest but i was like what if she passed like what happened you know (sighs) yeah damn okay 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 so i don't have a ton to say about this chapter i will say Mm -hmm. the way that piper will say things i question sometimes in the sense that like She's very quick to blur out these things that I'm like, would you really say that out loud in this moment? Like when she said, I can be in a room full of people that I know and still not feel like I belong. I'm like, you would not say that in front of a stranger you just met. Like I just... And then of course he's sitting there thinking about it. But reading that, I was like, ain't no way you just said that out of nowhere. Like what? And like, I feel like that kind of happened in the way that... um, she describes like having brendan feel that she's worthless and all these Mm -hmm. things and like it is really sad and i think it gives like piper more of a background and more of like a realistic personality but i was just like girl why'd you say that (laughs) i agree it it, it's like i know it's a novel because of those kind of like dialogue and phrases and stuff because like no one ever in real life or even in a movie that'd be so weird in a movie too like so that's kind of like why I'm okay with it because I know that it's a novel and I know that we need to get background so I was like fine with it but I do agree that I was like I don't know if you would say that it's one of those things that's fine in a book but then would translate bad like you said to a movie just like that noise you just made (laughs) in the hating game (laughs) <laughs> sorry. Um, I'm sorry. To I'm getting my defense, flashbacks. It, to my defense, though, it's that entire movie is just bad. Yeah. Like, you, you know, you write, you right. Screen, yeah. Uh-uh. You write. <laughs> um, anything else for chapter five? No. All right. Chapter six, baby. In chapter six, why did... What accent in <laughs> chapter six, we get inside... <laughs> I hate myself. Okay. In chapter six, we get inside... <laughs> sorry I'm making myself laugh we get insight into Brendan's preference for a rigid schedule tradition and predictability however that train of thought is interrupted when he's out shopping for groceries and spots Piper trying to shop with serious help of course Brendan makes his assumptions about Piper known which of course she fights back about her romper does not go unnoticed and neither does his interest in Piper next they slightly open up to each other with hesitation and before he knows it Brendan helps Piper put together a meal for her sister and and finds himself wondering if there is more to piper than meets the eye it is also revealed that brendan's wife has passed away so i really like this chapter <laughs> me too <laughs> um, i i love that it starts out getting the background on um Brendan that we didn't have before um since we already got all the background about Piper I like that it's like okay here's the background for Brendan moving forward yeah. because then I think it's set up for their conversation in the supermarket to like mm-hmm. make more sense or like get behind the two of them together because we understand them both more now yeah you know um and I love how he's all about his rigid schedule and traditions and I just love that theme throughout the book and like how it changes <laughs> like he he <laughs> I like that he can't forget about the quote we were just talking about that mm-hmm. Piper said, but I'm also like you, like ugh, it's just so cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, again, I thought it was believable, but it also showed me a side of Brendan that like he's very caring, yeah. right? So mm. again, it's like it's just a device to use in sure. the novel, even though it's like a little cheesy. But I really yeah. liked it because it showed that he was like really like it didn't leave his mind. I think that makes a lot of sense yeah (laughs) okay there's this quote (laughs) okay there's this quote that Brendan says that I'm just like which I just feels like sets up so many chapters in the future he says shorts that ended right below her tight ass and made her look like a goddamn disco ball like oh my god the way he describes things and says things I for me personally like, I love the book, but sometimes it's just a little too blunt for me. Like, you know how I... Like, mm-hmm. I just don't... I don't like nicknames. Yep. I don't like dirty talk. Mm-hmm. Like, like I just i just don't like it oh yeah we'll get to that we'll get to that (laughs) okay but i did like when he said she'd got pretty prettier overnight damn it i was like oh that's so cute I um okay and then i have marked down something that i was gonna read but i don't know what it is so give me a second this is just showing his immediate attraction to piper okay okay with a roll of his shoulders, he tried to ease the tension bracketed by his ribcage. This girl probably inspired the same reaction every man she ever came across. Even in the harsh supermarket lighting, he couldn't pick out a single flaw. Didn't want to look that closely, but he'd have to be dead not to. Might as well admit it. Piper's body reminded him for the first time in a long, long time that he had needs that couldn't be satisfied forever by his own hand. Yeah. Like, I Like, he cannot... Help it. I know. <laughs> I read that paragraph like three times because I was like, wait a second. Wait a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, yeah. again, I love it because it's like his voice and his like uh-huh. personality. Like Tessa Bailey did such a good job. And 100%, I think that's how guys think sometimes. Oh, yeah. like they're just, oh, sex, butts, boobs, blah, oh you know? Okay clearly i talked to a lot of men (laughs) okay although i love this scene and like where it ends brendan is so rude to her for Hmm. no reason and it made me so mad like when he's like i bet you're used to men falling all over you like that's not even what she's saying or like getting it at all. Like you're making assumptions about her that she's dealt with plenty of times before. Yeah. Like, can't you just lay off like it piss me off? Yeah, I think in a way he went a little too overboard for me at the start because it's like, yeah, OK, a part of me can understand that maybe he like likes her so much and it's such a foreign feeling to him that mm-hmm. the only response he has is to like push her away or be mean, which, OK, cool. But sometimes he just like went out of his way to be mean. And I'm like, dude, you need to calm down. Literally. But I do love that Piper would fight back. She's like, no, I'm not going to take this shit from you. And she's like, no. Let me let me tell you how it is, yes. sir. Okay. I love this little part when he like barely touches her elbow and she's like, I'm not interested. Yeah. And he's like, neither am I. And because she sees like the wedding ring and they both like notice her notice it mm-hmm. and we're like, oh my god, you guys are both like lying to yourselves, yeah. like whatever. Like, you know that yeah, whatever. <laughs> okay. The way that they open up to each other feels so blunt and Mm -hmm. out of nowhere like you're being complete like he's being completely rude to her and then all of a sudden she's opening up about her dad to him and i'm just like that's a weird time to bring it up but like i also love it you know because i i don't know yeah but also it's like in a grocery store so it's like yeah what is happening (laughs) why are you talking about your dead dad by the bolognese like what is happening here i do like the bolognese and how he's like you just do it like blah blah blah. And she's like you turn it off like she really just girl doesn't right over her head yes so he leaves the grocery store and the last line of the chapter says and hell if he didn't smile on his way back up west ocean like he can't help it i love when like romance books like write it in a way where it's like the characters literally cannot help themselves i love that i love that which again i really liked that side of brendan so i was like okay fine like i Mm -hmm. i still like you even though you're kind of being an ass like i know you have a soft side Mm -hmm. me too (laughs) um that's all i have for chapter six sweet moving on to chapter seven So the sisters take a trip to the harbor to see Westport's memorial of their father. Piper feels guilty that she doesn't feel anything when looking at the statue of her father and the ladies make their way back to No Name. Piper meets Mick Forrester and realizes that Brendan married his daughter, Desiree. Mick tells Piper to visit Opal and invites the ladies to a Friday night get-together at Blow the Man Down. So kind of going back to the beginning and just how Mm -hmm. Tessa Bailey set this up, I couldn't get on board with the whole, like, meeting my family and digging into my family roots because it felt so forced, in my opinion. So when Piper said that she didn't feel anything when she, like, looked at this, like, memorial, well, of course you didn't. Your mom literally just told you that he was from Westport. You know nothing of him. Of course you don't feel anything. So it was just a big, a really big, like, disconnect and really disjointed Mm -hmm. for me. So it was just kind of weird. No, me too. And I think I got behind it more and more as time went on. But I I just, I had, like you said, a hard time buying into it. Yes. I just, I was like, of course you don't feel anything. Like, you literally know nothing. Yeah. Like, it's not your fault that you don't feel anything. Your mom told you nothing about him, you know? Literally. Yeah. I was... So excited to hear more about Brendan's wife, just like little snippets, yes. because I just wanted to know more. Like I wanted the mm-hmm. entire story, but yeah. So it was just interesting that like when she, when Mick came to the bar, she, Piper was like putting pieces in her head while we were as well, which was really fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, one thing. Yes, I thought it was fucking weird that Mick didn't tell Piper the Friday night thing was a memorial yes what the frick that makes no sense and also why are you oh my god okay in a... and the fact he's talking about his daughter Yeah. No. in a way that she's still a lot... i hate yeah. mick i'm sorry yeah, he's the villain like of this story yeah sorry i hated him at the end i will say though <laughs> i will say in a way i understand why he didn't tell piper that it was a memorial (laughs) stop sorry (laughs) i'm trying to control it you know why i hate him at the end okay i know i know i'm just thinking about it i hate him i know okay sorry so (laughs) going back to my train of thought i understand why mick didn't tell Piper that it was a memorial because in his head, he doesn't think that it's a memorial. And we especially get this in later chapters from Brendan's perspective that like, they don't grieve. They, they all just kind of act like everything's still okay. And that like, even though Desiree is technically gone, like she's still like here with us. And so they, a part of me like understands why Mick didn't tell her it was a memorial, but Piper was so, so blindsided no literally um they just don't know how to let go i know unfortunately Mm -hmm. (laughs) all right that is the end of chapter seven do you have anything else for this chapter i sure do not chapter eight okay So, after cleaning their apartment all afternoon, Piper cooks Hannah dinner. Piper tells of her run-in with Brendan at the grocery store that morning, as well as his sour and rude mood. The chapter ends with Piper setting the food on fire by accident and running out into the street for help. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, I thought this chapter was, like, really sweet. It made me realize that piper is like such a good big sister even though she comes off as like ditzy and she wants to have fun like she she still really really cares about hannah and i'm like that is the sweetest thing ever <laughs> i know i know like wait say that last part again sorry i zoned out that <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That I was just saying that. Sorry, I know you've said someone cares about the other, but I don't Piper, know which way you said it. Piper, I'm sorry. No, okay. Piper really cares about Hannah. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. She really does, yeah. especially because her sister like sacrificed her summer to come yes. here with Piper. Yeah. I think Piper really just wants to do right by her sister. I mean, they already have that relationship, but she really really just cares about her. their relationship is just so sweet I know I loved it so much mm-hmm. and then the only other note that I have for chapter eight mm-hmm. is that I just I just love the way that Tessa Bailey created the foundation <laughs> and precedent that Brendan and Piper were on opposite sides of the world but like opposites attract and I just like love it so <laughs> much because it's just like a good it's just a good trope yes yes um, but yeah, no, I just, I love it. I love the opposites attract trope when it like fits. Yes. Sometimes I feel like it's forced where I'm like, I know opposites are supposed to attract, but there's no way you guys would ever <laughs> like each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, but these two, it's like so perfect. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Anything else for chapter eight? Nope, that's it. All right, chapter nine. Chapter 9 gives us insight into Fox and Brendan's friendship, specifically how Fox gives Brendan a lot of crap that Brendan feels uncomfortable about. Fox brings up Piper, to which Brendan doesn't share much about, but makes it clear she's off limits, no questions asked. Quickly, Brendan jumps out of his seat, grabs a fire extinguisher, and saves Piper from the burning pan. (laughs) Fox, as the good friend he is, takes Hannah away for a few minutes, which gives Brendan and Piper time to talk about what brought Piper to Westbourne and why Brendan will only eat fish and chips. Mm -hmm. The chapter concludes with Brendan missing an opportunity to ask Piper out on a date and Fox again making Brendan uncomfortable. Okay, I love Fox and Brendan's like friendship. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like Piper and Hannah, Brendan and Fox, Brendan and Piper, Hannah and Fox, Mm -hmm. like it all just fits so perfectly. And the minute that Fox like brought Hannah to the like, record store i was like all right where's their book i was like i know this is gonna be something which um hook line and sinker is about that yeah i just i just love that but i love um that fox teases brendan so much and knows how to make him uncomfortable because brendan just hates that stuff but fox is like no you like her dude fox (laughs) is like a little annoying brother Mm -hmm. who like just can't shut up (laughs) (laughs) that's a perfect way to describe him but at the same time i also think he's a fantastic friend because he's always the one telling brendan like dude it's been seven years like it's fine like he knows it's making brendan uncomfy and he's like dude it's fine like you do what you need to do for you Mm -hmm. you know um (laughs) i loved (laughs) when brendan was like just don't go after her no don't ask me why <laughs> yes i i love that too because it's like it's almost like he himself couldn't admit that he wanted to go for piper yes. but anyone else could not And he yes. needed to establish that you know but he couldn't admit yes. it yet that he no, really he, liked her oh he gosh. fully like is not capable of explaining <laughs> that he is attracted to another woman yes my gosh okay Uh, my heart started racing when he jumped up and he grabbed the extinguisher and he went out there but this is when i fell in love with hannah because she was just like you're a freaking bully don't dare act like she's stupid for setting this on fire it's my fault it's set on fire she's the one who's smart enough to get it out of here and i love that hannah just like chewed him out hannah just doesn't deal with the bullshit like she says it as it is and I Mm -hmm. love that for her like me too and it's so cute that like she's the younger sister and that like Mm -hmm. yes Piper will always protect Hannah but Hannah will protect Piper too 100% and I love that and I feel like it makes their relationship really like equal yeah and like i just love it another one of those things where i get it and how it like progresses the story forward Mm -hmm. but i'm like did you need to say this like when hannah said the last thing she needs is another man making her feel like garbage like girlfriend like i i get what it means for the story and i can get behind Mm -hmm. it but it just seems so random (laughs) I mean, okay, in a way, I can see, like, in the moment and, like, the heat of it that, like, Hannah... Because Hannah was pissed, too. Mm -hmm. So, in a way, I can see how that could have slipped up, like, from Hannah, so. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Fair fair enough. Um, Okay. And I love... (laughs) when fox is just like oh i'll take her to the record store and brendan is so clueless that he's just trying to give brendan time with piper i know like brendan is so dumb i know (laughs) oh i just love it and i love the way it's like written like she does a good job of like writing how clueless brendan is the one thing that i do appreciate about their relationship and the writing is that like Brendan apologizes and Piper accepts and they can just like move on mm-hmm. like they don't dwell on an issue for like so long that I'm like okay just get over it like yeah. it's not like yes they have the miscommunication but it's like they still can just like move on from it yeah I hate when characters like get stuck on something for a long time so I really appreciated that about <laughs> this book <laughs> Um, And then I just love them talking at the bar and like her trying to get him to try the pot pie. Yeah. And he was like, I'm going to finish the whole thing. Even though he hates it. Like I just. But I also (laughs) love that he's like such a like I'm I'm gonna get fish and chips. That's all I'm gonna yeah. get. Like that's all I'm yeah. gonna eat. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay, Brandon. Okay, Brandon. Freaking relax, yeah. dude. And then I love that there's this one part. I forget exactly how it's set up, but it says that he laughs and it like scares everybody. And oh, I don't yeah. know why, but I it was written so vividly that I could like hear his laugh in my mm-hmm. head. Like and I imagine his laugh being so stupid like haha like i don't know (laughs) why i just (laughs) i just do okay that reminds Um, me i will say that tessa bailey did such a good job like determining and creating the foundation of like what Brendan means to Westport like how Mm -hmm. like when he finally spoke in the bar back in like chapter four or whatever everyone like shut up because like the Mm -hmm. captain is talking and stuff I love that she like set that up because it tells us that he's like a huge fucking deal which makes it even better because he's like so head over heels for Piper but he's like (laughs) a tough guy at Westport (laughs) (laughs) oh no I love it and you're so right she does a great Great job of setting up how important he is. Yeah, oh, I love it. Um, that's pretty much what I have for um, that chapter. But okay, sweet. All right. In chapter ten, Brendan comes over much too early in the morning to put locks on Piper and Hannah's doors to keep them safe while he's gone. He also brings over takeout menu options and not because of her lack of cooking skills. However, as soon as he steps into her apartment, he notices her lack of clothing and can't seem to focus. Ah! but i can't i use the noises coming out of me piper and brendan exchange some flirty slightly mean banter mm-hmm. and before he knows it brendan is giving piper his number piper quickly realizes how uncomfortable this is for him and doesn't mind pushing this discomfort a bit further in a flirty way of course I love this scene so much. Like, it makes me so giggly. Like, there's nothing... This sounds horrible, but there's nothing more that I, than I love than reading people's discomfort in flirty situations. <laughs> like, it just makes me laugh. Yeah. I really liked it. <laughs> I was surprised that ben- Brendan was going to go over to their apartment and help out. Mm-hmm. I will say it was kind of like unbelievable for me that like Piper was like in nothing except like a t-shirt and like her underwear or whatever and then she like only used a pillow to like cover her up I was like come (laughs) on (laughs) really she's like you have time to put on some pants girlfriend like what are you doing (laughs) (laughs) no I feel like it's like (laughs) You're right. There's literally no reason for that to happen. I was like, I know None. I know it's literally a studio. You can go to your dresser and grab some sweatpants or something yeah. real quick. Yeah. Like it would have too <laughs> but that wouldn't have done anything interesting for the plot, you're now right. would it have? You're right, you're right. <laughs> The one thing I do love about this chapter is the attention it gives to how Piper feels so different around Brendan than she does around other men. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like that's described so well, especially when his attention is on her. She describes herself as feeling very fidgety and stuff, and she's never like that. So I love already that it sets this relationship up as something totally different than what she's used to it's for both of them too because it's like brendan he's getting all of these feelings that he's never (laughs) felt before and i love it so much like it's i know me too it like their relationship is so electric and like tessa bailey does such a good job to like display how electric it is for both of them oh that's a perfect way to put it you're so right (laughs) you're so right one thing I also love about romance books is when they describe the way people smell Mm -hmm. because like people don't even realize that but like even in real life when a guy smells good you notice you Mm -hmm. know what I mean and so like I love when they make that a very like specific thing in books yeah and I love that after she smells him she's like friends she reminded herself like she had to remind herself like they're friends yes they're friends, they're friends. like oh i love uh, it uh, uh, um <laughs> and then the way of, the way that he gives her mixed number and he's like oh you you should just take mine too just in case we <laughs> and she knows exactly what he's doing and she just plays along and it just makes her like smitten and it's just so cute i will say i was (laughs) like that was pretty smooth from brendan who hasn't gone on a date in like seven years i was like that's pretty good dude i'll give you that one it was so smooth except it also wasn't smooth because you knew what he was doing so yeah. much but like it totally was smooth like he knew what he was doing yeah it was cute though it was very cute. oh i love that and then this is what i mean when like she knows how to make him uncomfortable like she when she starts when she jokes with him about nudes yes <laughs> and- and she knew exactly how he was going to react. Yeah. Like, it's so funny. Um, and then she's like, Brendan, are we friends? And he's like, no. And I love that because it totally sets off like so many conversations they have later in the book. Oh, like, yeah. He refutes, like they are never friends. Yeah. They're never friends. Even if he's not willing to admit what they are or like what he feels, they're not friends. I know. And I love it. <laughs> 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 but that's all I have for chapter 10. Sweet. Okay, on to chapter 11. Set out to sea to fish with his crew. We find Brendan downloading Instagram and looking up Piper's (laughs) Instagram profile. His crew teases him, but eventually shows the captain the ropes to social media. He accidentally follows Piper on Instagram, and the chapter ends with him realizing just how out of his league that Piper is. This chapter was so funny so but i could not <laughs> stop laughing like <laughs> ridiculous it gives me hives yeah. like i was like oh that's so awkward like i could not handle myself but it was so funny you're so right yes there. at this point i realized that he would he had it bad for piper like this man downloading instagram like sir you have it so bad so Literally. so bad that you can't even like last a weekend without her I know. I also love that his crew members were giving him shit and giving him like ridiculous names for the usernames. (laughs) Yeah, Because again, everyone in Brendan's life just likes to make him (laughs) more uncomfortable than he already is. It's so funny. I love it. (laughs) And the last thing... (laughs) <laughs> that I'll note about this chapter is that I really do like that Tessa Bailey took the time to have like Brendan realize that he's like way over his head about Piper mm-hmm. and just how out of his league she is for him. Mm-hmm. And that made the romance realistic to me just because they come from like such opposite worlds. But I love that he was he was just like trying and just like mm-hmm. really kind of diving head first into like his feelings for Piper, even though he might not have like stated it outright. I agree with you too and I like that he almost I I love that he saw her on Instagram because I also kind of set up like the statements that she's made in the past about men or how she like how she feels in a room and then how she presents herself on Instagram so again another clue to how she's almost like two different people yes which I think was important too yeah all right well that's the end of the fun chapter 11 so on to chapter 12 why? Why is she the only person he <laughs> follows? Sorry. Okay. Go on. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, chapter twelve. Piper and Hannah go to the winery where they realize that Brendan has followed Piper on Instagram. <laughs> we also get background on Hannah's relationship with Fox, one of Brendan's crew members, and how he's a ladies' man. Um, on their way back, Abe is outside their apartment to add padding to the top bunk of. Uh, to the top bunk so Piper doesn't hit her head anymore. Of course, Abe was sent by Brendan. Abe reminds Piper of Opal and she goes to visit the woman. Upon arrival, Piper realizes that Opal is her grandmother, who is Henry's father, uh, Henry's mother. She shows Piper pictures of her father on his boat and for the first time since arriving in Westport, Piper begins to tear up about reconnecting with her father. The chapter ends with Piper and Hannah agreeing to clean and fix up the bar for a grand reopening. This one was a big chapter. It was a big chapter. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I cackled when I saw Piper realized that Brendan had followed her, but he, like, didn't have any posts, no pictures, no followers. <laughs> like, this secondhand embarrassment is crazy. <laughs> and it's funny, too, uh, because no. she, like, has millions of followers. And here's just, like, Brendan. <laughs> like, <laughs> there he is. <laughs> <laughs> no posts, yeah. no profile no, picture nothing. no nothing literally nothing Zero. that's so creepy i know it's so funny it's, oh my god i think it would be creepy if i like didn't know who he was but because yes. we know brendan and we were in his head i yes. i like knew it knew what was happening and i just thought it was freaking hilarious so freaking funny dude My heart swooned when I realized that Brendan had sent Abe over to fix the bunk. Like, I was just like, sir, please. He is the most thoughtful man. I know. I know. (sighs) Yeah. Also, so random, but I love that Piper offered to walk Abe to the harbor because that's what he does Mm -hmm. like every Friday or whatever. Again, this is like showing sides of her that made me like her more versus that versus like seeing her as shallow or that we were being told that people saw her as shallow. Mm-hmm. But she's like doing all these other things with Opal as well, which we'll get to just showing that she like really cares. And I, I found myself really, really liking Piper. No, me too. Um, I think that it shows like the kindness of her heart, especially yes. with um opal and i will say i don't know if you're gonna get to this Mm -hmm. i'm sure you will i just love that her connection to her dad is through another human because obviously she didn't have that opportunity with her mom because her mom just doesn't say anything so the fact that she kind of finds her information about her dad with her grandma i really like that yeah same getting to opal i again i did really like that she was reconnecting with opal her grandmother But I found that whole scene to be, like, a little cringe for me. I don't know Mm. why. I just, like, Mm -hmm. couldn't get through or I couldn't, like, comprehend, like, Piper doing Opal's hair and telling each other to, like, go out like they were friends. Like, this is your grandmother, which, like, maybe, maybe, like, Opal is, like, a younger grandmother, which is, like, cool, but just the way the dialogue was happening, I was, like, I can't. I can't get on, I like, can't get on board. No, 100%. I imagine telling my ya-ya to go out and get it, girl, and I want to die. Like, that would never, my ya would be like, what you say? Like, why would you say? It? Yeah, like, where are we going? Why are we going? Know. Literally, she would never. So- i feel like this is a theme with this book mm-hmm. sometimes the scenes are just really hard to buy into yeah but i love it nonetheless but i'm like that's yeah. a far reach a really far reach. We'll roll with it <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah maureen needs to get her shit together she's maureen her freaking mom piper and oh, hannah's yeah. mom i i don't know why but like she always annoyed me throughout this entire book and like i'm angry that like we never got her side of the story either Mm -hmm. like why did she never return why did she leave in the first place why didn't she ever tell piper and hannah of their dad like it just like made me sour Mm -hmm. that like her their mother deprived hannah and piper of their father and then maureen has the freaking audacity to be like well I called Opal and she didn't pick up and blah blah blah. Like Maureen, you need to sit down and shut literally, up. Literally, I was, literally, you've done nothing. They yeah. uh, they really made us hate Maureen, which I don't think we were supposed no. to necessarily. But I did not I, like her. me neither. I hated her. <laughs> Last thing, just I, like Mick. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing I will say is that I love. That they decided to, like, clean up the bar and have a reopening of it. I didn't see that coming. Like, I didn't see that be a part of the plot, but I really, really loved it. And it gave Piper and Hannah, like, a lot of direction and also a chance to reconnect with their father, which I really loved. No, I totally agree, too, because, again, like we were talking about earlier, it was a bit of far reach that Daniel's, like, go to Westpart and reconnect and figure it out like as if that made sense but then i like that they decided to do the bar themselves so then truly when it comes to fruition it can be theirs like it's not daniel telling them to do it it's not anyone doing anything it's all them yeah which i really liked well that is the end of chapter 12 all righty we will jump right into chapter 13. Chapter 13 is a very important chapter for Brendan and Piper. The chapter begins with Brendan arriving back from his fishing trip on the day of his wife dying seven years ago. And of course, Mick has a party to celebrate her life. (laughs) However, as Brendan arrives back at shore, he starts recognizing that he couldn't get Piper out of his head and all he could do was think about her. Then the party begins and Fox expresses how unfair the party is to Brendan, even if Brendan isn't fully ready to admit that to himself. Next, Piper bursts into the party in an inappropriate way without her realizing it and makes a quick exit after feeling completely ashamed. As Brendan races out after her, he quickly finds himself comforting Piper very closely, which leads to them opening up about their past relationships and current predicaments they both feel chemistry but now is not the time for them to admit it however after bringing piper home brendan is finally ready to take off his wedding ring and start a new chapter of his life with more spontaneity and maybe someone new alongside him i love this chapter Mm -hmm. so much happens though i feel like and this to me does so much for the plot i do like that right away we get how he's missing piper and he couldn't get it out of his head and Mm -hmm. he's starting to admit it more and more to himself which i love (laughs) um and i love that he talks about how he like he hates changing his routines but like how piper makes him want to change his Mm -hmm. routine and like he usually when he's on the water that's all he can think about but the fact that he's thinking about piper while he's on the water signals i think that okay this might be the real deal yeah you know yeah (gasps) Okay, (laughs) so I wrote a note, Brendan is so dirty, page 130, and they haven't done anything yet, lol. Let me see what I'm talking about. Okay, (laughs) okay. Again, Brendan really just lets his mind wander to wherever he wants it to go. He says... He thought of her body, thought of it to the point of distraction, how soft she'd be beneath him, how high maintenance she'd probably be in the sack, and how he'd deliver again and again until she wrecked his back with her fingernails. Like, what the frick? (laughs) You you literally just decided you liked her, and now you're talking about her ripping up your back with her fingernails. Like, how did this... How did you get from point A to point B? I'm not saying I'm not here for it, but like... It's been a week. Calm down. <laughs> it's been a week. <laughs> oh my God. Brendan is not ashamed to say things. Yeah. Even if it's his inner dialogue, <laughs> he just says it. Yeah. Okay, I also will say I really like how Tessa Bailey writes about the conflict he feels with his wife. He wants to respect the family, but he also wants to move on. And I think that like push and pull is really important for his character. But I also think it says a lot about like who he is in the sense that like he just want like he wants to care for people in his own way right like he wants to make people happy in his own way um but i'm sorry having like a memorial party seven years after her death is really 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 weird it is and expecting brendan to be there and relive it and just like it's too much it's too much and i like that um fox has brendan's back with how weird it is yep yeah, Fox knows what's up. <laughs> mm-hmm. He does, he does. Another scene where I died of secondhand embarrassment. When she comes in and she's like, let this, let's this, let get this party started. Mm-hmm. And then she notices it's a memorial. I died. But like not in a way like of the Instagram follow, yeah. like a giddy embarrassment. Like I felt so sad for her. Yeah. Because again, she has such a kind heart. Yeah. She would never want to disrespect anyone. Mm-hmm. And it's their fault for not telling her. Otherwise, she would have never done that. Yeah, exactly. Again, going back to fucking Mick blindsiding her. Like, <sighs> what, what do you expect when you say, oh, Friday night, we're going to get together at the bar. Like, yeah. Friday night, yeah, we're going to go have fun. I guess not. It's a memorial. <laughs> like, freaking Mick. Yeah. He ruins everything. He Truly. What the hell? Okay then Brendan of course can't help himself but Mm -hmm. follow after her and I just I'm not gonna go too much into the details of this scene but I just love that like she really like the way he comforts her Mm -hmm. and he talks about how he's like well I should have dried her tears by now so what else can I do to like get her to stop crying I just want her to be okay and I love that when she calls herself an airhead he automatically wants to put that thought out of her mind like he just wants to like right away have piper recognize how much more there is to her a part of me when i was reading this scene it was a little hard for me to believe brendan because that's such a 180 like spin for him Mm -hmm. but i will say knowing that we get his like inner monologue and his thoughts i i could believe it eventually by the end of the Mm -hmm. chapter because it's like okay i he recognizes that like you know what hannah said in the street of like she doesn't need like any other like garbage men treating her badly whatever we know mm-hmm. that he's been thinking about that mm-hmm. so part of me was like okay okay i i guess i can get on board with him being like nicer now 100 mm-hmm. percent. but again one of those scenes where i'm like that was a bit of a stretch yes! but we'll take <laughs> it yeah <laughs> okay and then of course after they're done with the serious talk they have a moment where they stare too long and brendan's like no this isn't gonna be the time that we kiss and then he brings up the instagram follow thing which i was like oh is that any better (laughs) (laughs) no i know um (laughs) and i just like it was so awkward but also i'd rather have him bring him up bring it up than like never talk about it yeah like Like, address the elephant in the room so i mean like whatever and then, OK, another really cute moment is like when he's like, oh, yeah, that lipstick purse. And she's like, well, I love that purse. And he's like, well, I wouldn't burn it then. And she's like, and I just oh, it's so cute. Like, he, <laughs> I don't know why that stupid lipstick first made me <laughs> giddy, but I was just like, oh, he wouldn't burn it because she likes it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then, of course, again, Piper brings up the friend thing. And again, he's like, nope not a friend and i just oh i love it it's interesting about this whole friend thing because it's like i think from piper's perspective she's like oh i just want to be your friend and brandon's perspective is like i don't even want you as a friend i want to sleep with you and have something more so it's like (laughs) uh, already they're like on different pages which (laughs) we'll get to later but it's just Interesting how fast Brendan's mind can go. And Piper's just like, I just wanna be friends. He he flipped his switch very, very fast. Yes, yeah. But I do think this was in a very important moment for them in that it caused Brendan to finally take off his wedding ring. Yes. Which was obviously very, very, very significant. I, in a way, felt very proud of him because it's been seven years and that's very, very Mm -hmm. hard. But also it was kind of sad. Like you've been kind of wallowing around for seven years, dude. Seven years is not, not short. It is very Mm -hmm. long. So I was like, you know, he deserves this. He deserves to move on even as sad as it is. But like the future is looking bright, especially with Piper, you know? 100% and I will say even in real life I've said this to my friends before sometimes I don't think you'll fully be over someone that you broke up with or Mm -hmm. are not with anymore for whatever reason until you meet someone who shows you different not in every case but Mm -hmm. I think sometimes meeting someone who shows you how things can be different is kind of the push you need to like move on from that yes exactly and that was the exact case for brendan yeah if that's it i'm just gonna jump into chapter 14 Mm -hmm. chapter 14 is a doozy to put it lightly (laughs) it begins with hannah and piper working on the bar renovations when brendan brings them coffee and donuts piper can't thank him enough but they end up in a staring contest that is anything but innocent then brendan shows the ladies an outdoor area and gives them a whole new vision for an outdoor bar space of course brendan offers to help them renovate it he holds to this promise because the next day him and his friends are around and working on the outdoor area. During this workday, the people plot to get Brendan to take his first Instagram picture, which turns into a rather flirtatious event. Then, ne- why it's the way right? write these, I'm either like, "Oh yeah, they had sex and they did blah blah blah," or I'm like, "A rather flirtatious event." <laughs> like, there's no in between. Like, what the heck? The next, <laughs> the, the next day, the outdoor area is finished and Brendan piper have a moment alone which leads to them having their spicy first kiss and an invite to dinner this chapter was like huh, huh, huh. yeah like i just felt like so much was happening you know yeah. um okay the way that he talks is so sexy like the way that she describes it as a raspy baritone i was like i don't know what that means but i know that it's hot yeah you know it's sexy it's sexy (laughs) it is i love the inner dialogue piper has about brendan saying piper i don't just go putting my arms around girls like she just like uh, she starts to like really realize like oh this is what's happening here when she notices brendan like taking note of how she takes her coffee swoon like it's the little details like can i just can i just say that yes brendan is such an acts of service guy and as an acts of service love language for me Mm -hmm. like he is the hottest thing ever in the world. <laughs> like I was just dying over this chapter because I was like, oh my God, he's like taking note of her coffee. He's helping them re- re- like make the bar pretty and all this stuff and doing the mm-hmm. outdoor space. I was like, oh my God, like he loves yeah. her. Like what He happens? literally loves her, what the heck? Yeah, <laughs> I loved it personally too because I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> no, it is a swoon... It is a, sw- a swoon. It is a singular swoon. <laughs> Anyways, I love this quote. It says, and then she knew by the determined set of his jaw and his confident energy, then Brent- Brendan Tegger did not think of her as a friend. Like he he he. That- and that's right after she notices the ring was gone. Yeah. So she yeah. this is when I think it flips for her yeah. where she's like, OK, I'm starting to really think of him. Or like letting myself really think of him as more yes like we said earlier hannah truly does not give a crap what she says like when they're staring and she like just in like it's no like she she just doesn't care she's like if i see something i'm gonna say something you know again these little moments where i'm like swoon when going to the outdoor space brendan just takes one hand and rips the wood out of the wall Like, that strength. That's so attractive. What the heck? Yes. Tessa Bailey, what are you expecting me to do? (laughs) Like, like I was like, oh, my God. He ripped the wood of the wall. Oh, my God. (laughs) Like, Like, it's so hot for no reason. Like, Brendan is, like, so manly in, like, the stereotypical way. But it's, like, so attractive that I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) And for those of you who has seen Schitt's Creek obviously this is based off of Mutt she but she took Mutt to another level because Mutt to me was so annoying in the show like his voice was too high oh really I didn't get the manly vibe from him that I wanted I okay I got the manly vibe from Mutt at the beginning but then it kind of tapered off because then I realized he was just like a cute little sweetheart but that but he wasn't like manly manly you know yeah (laughs) (laughs) no brendan's way better (laughs) (laughs) and then when piper admits the courting is working i loved it because like hannah's like oh she's he's corning you and it's just like the way it's so old-fashioned my heart is like ah i love that but brendan recorded but brendan is so old-fashioned though too so that's why it's like so sweet and like And Piper has never had this happen to her ever. So, I mean, she's like slept off her feet, too. So I'm just like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Of course, the whole Instagram picture scene happens. Mm. I love this. And it's not just Piper trying to get him. Of course, again, everyone joins in to make him (laughs) as uncomfortable (laughs) as It's possible. Yeah. Brendan says, maybe we don't have the same idea of fun. And then Piper says, no, I can think of a few things we'd both enjoy. I was like, damn, that kind of came out of nowhere. But I was like, shoo, I like this. I like this. (laughs) When Hannah said big tools, yay symbolism, (laughs) I died laughing like a girl. When Brendan says, I know they don't require a picture to keep your account active. This was about making you smile, not me. Worth it. How many times can he make me swoon in one chapter? Like I can't handle it it's just like the sweetest thing ever it's like uh-huh. everything that like a girl wants i'm just like he's just such a gentleman like uh, i know oh my god <laughs> literally love <Yeah>. it <laughs> something outside of the romance of this chapter mm-hmm. that i love i love that we have some inner dialogue from piper about how she like takes pride in doing the hard work for the bar yeah i think it just shows her character development a little bit so just wanted to point that out and then okay here's where I start freaking out you think I've started freaking out I have not started freaking out so then he says are you ready and she goes ready for what for me to ask you to dinner yet like what okay if someone asked me to dinner like yeah. that I would faint I, w- I, I would faint. Screamed when that happened because <laughs> I was like are you are you ready for what like a kiss like what is he asking yeah. he, and then he was like oh if I can like take you to dinner I was like what <laughs> <laughs> I literally love it so much. Oh, my God. <sighs> okay, the one thing I will say is that Piper is very honest from the very start that she's leaving back for LA and she has yes. all these plans. Like, I respect that a lot about her. Not everyone gives that forewarning. Yep. And obviously, Brendan is still determined as all hell for it to whatever. But I appreciate that Piper was very straightforward about that at first. I just got to put that out there. Yep. <laughs> but then their first kiss, I died <laughs> like the way she just is like oh brendan and then he drops the toolbox and like grabs her and yeah. like, <laughs> and like picks her up i was like holy and then in quotes it says in piper's inner inner dialogue it says oh god he just devoured her and then and then when he moaned it's described as this huge gritty badass of a man moaned like he'd never tasted anything so good in all his life like what <laughs> yeah like I feel like their first kiss is like straight out of a movie, like uh-huh. literally like literally, I was shook <laughs> I was shook i I was shook at too. I didn't think it was gonna happen me neither either. no, and definitely not like Mm-mm. that i'll take it down (laughs) and then of course hannah walks in and it's so funny and then she's like oh i have a date and hannah's like all right that means it's time to get ready and then of course it's like 24 hours from now but that is the end of chapter 14 oh love it wow yeah those two chapters are really big
1: i know randomly right Yeah.
0: yeah okay on to chapter 15. Yes, ma'am. Brendan and Piper have their first date at Brendan's house, and he's super nervous about going on a date for the first time since his wife passed. He shows Piper his garden, and they talk about how Brendan loves Westport and how Piper's mother warned her about men and the sea. My first note, it says, read, par- read paragraph on page 168. <sighs> So. i love the excerpts really? i live for them okay so basically this is when i think he's picking piper up okay so in the car yes in the car it says, it, <laughs> it <wasn't, laughs> says sorry i hate myself it okay. says it wasn't the first time he had seen her dress to kill a man so he shouldn't have been surprised when she answered with a flirty smile and smelling exotic like smoke in a dress so short he had he had seen everything if he went down two steps. He almost swallowed his fucking tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this man is like head over heels for her. Once he admitted that he liked her, it's like, all right, I'm all like in. Like zero zero to a hundred immediately. Mm-hmm. I love that he has a garden. I know. little he, he, he well, soft boy. I know he also said like it wasn't the sexiest thing, blah, blah, but like. Your garden is so so cute. It's like, I love it. I love it. I know, me too. It's the details. Really. Okay, sorry, another snippet. Page 170. I'm ready. (laughs) Okay, it's when they get to Brendan's house and he is helping Piper out of the car. And she says... Thank you, she whispered, running a finger down the center of his chest. Such a gentleman. That's right. He tipped her chin up. That's exactly what I'm going to be, Piper. Her bravado slipped a little. I guess we'll see about that. I guess we will. (laughs) I screamed. I screamed when I read this for the first time. <gasps> they are so bold. Yes, they are so bold. Both of them. I'm like, yeah. holy crap. I know. I was like, I was like, oh, so this is how it's gonna go. Like, this is what <laughs> is the precedent for their date. But I loved it. Other than that, there's like nothing like major or big in this chapter. I just wanted mm-hmm. to say that I thought Brendan's inner turmoil was interesting. Because I think he was saying that it's, like, just a fling for her, which Mm. definitely makes sense, right? Because in the previous chapter, we saw that Piper was like, hey, I'm going back to L.A. But I thought it was interesting because he was so dead set on getting Mm. her to be his. But then he never thought through the technicalities of it, which we'll get to later. But Mm -hmm. it was just interesting, again, that they're they were kind of on like different pages but I think again it kind of makes sense and I I actually kind of related to the inner turmoil because sometimes you end up really really liking or vibing with someone where like realistically it doesn't make a lot of sense but you're like okay but I still want to make it work with the time that I have but like so I I kind of understood yeah honestly definitely All right. Well, that is all that I have for fifteen. So I'm going to jump in to (laughs) sixteen because it it's gonna get real spicy in here. Oh my god. Piper and Brendan eat dinner. He cooked her fish, of course. Piper tells him of her lack of work ethic and Brendan tells her of his sailing future and what he wants to do with the Delray. Then Piper has inner turmoil about what exactly she wants to do and be with Brendan, stuck between him and returning back to LA and her life. Eventually Piper decides that she can have Brendan for tonight and still keep her eye on reality, and then things get pretty hot. <laughs> I'd say. <laughs> Why did I say that oh like a God. dude? I said I'd say. <laughs> okay, I have so many notes for this chapter. So just great. Buckle I'm ready. up. I'm buckled. The fact what the that fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Why do I say things? I I should just stop talking. I'm so fucking weird. Okay. Okay. Oh my God. First thing I will say, I love that he bought her champagne and he bought her like the most (gasps) expensive one. Again, he's like such an acts of service guy and I'm like Mm -hmm. swooning over here because that is my love language and like I'm absolutely in love. Their conversation is like super cute and real. I don't have like any big comments on it, but I did like the pacing of it and it felt... Mm -hmm real and forced not forced and just like natural which Mm -hmm. made the relationship more believable to me so that's what i really really liked like i think tessa bailey did a good job of like pacing that really well 100 percent. i think it brings it back down to earth with like how almost pushy it was or like the 180 we talked about with um yeah brendan i felt like it brought it back down to like a normal level again definitely okay so on the bottom of page 184 when Piper drinks the champagne and kisses him and goes, "Told you I'd get you to try it. Want more?" <laughs> I <laughs> screamed. I I was like, "Holy crap!" I was like, "You guys have kissed once, yeah. and she's already like being." I was like, oh. "I know. Holy and crap!" I was like, "Oh, this this is how it's gonna go." I was like, yeah. "Okay, okay, I'm ready." Like it was just crazy just kind of how quickly they like snapped into it so listeners if you listen to our podcast episode that we recorded in boston you generally know our stance on nicknames i'm usually okay with them but i hated when brenton yes! called piper baby during the spicy scenes i not <laughs> oh my ick. god the egg i got <laughs> like i couldn't theoni and i'm usually okay Ugh. with nicknames I can't I can't I can't I can't Selena when I tell you I passed away and did not come back again I died when he called her baby okay now we can finally dig in I don't know if you have any quotes but like he loves dirty talk our boy Brandon loves dirty talk and I hate it well I hate how he does it okay because he's like I just need you so bad like I hate it I can't can't even say it i hate it. like, like what i don't heck? know it just like it didn't feel natural to me and it it was too much for me that it snapped me out of the moment where i was like i can't we i can't go i ugh, I, I can't <laughs> anyways hmm. on top of page 186 where okay i did really like this part though because i thought it was funny when he was like no piper i'm a this ass man i I knew you were gonna quote that (laughs) i knew you were gonna quote that as soon as i read that i was like selena's gonna quote that and she's gonna freaking love it i loved it too (laughs) too. i thought it was hilarious Mm -hmm. so hilarious but also such like a brendan thing to say too so i was like oh my god i'm obsessed literally obsessed it was so fitting page 188 what did he page 188 see? when piper's like anywhere you want captain and brendan goes fuck i died because i i just know that brendan loves her calling him captain like that that's like such a kink between them but then again going back to the ick of like (laughs) nicknames and dirty talk i was like "Mm, i'm not sure (laughs) it is such a kink he loves being called captain he loves that shit yeah i for one do not love it (laughs) i was like and i'm i glad they're compatible in that sense but no yeah absolutely again like the dirty talk was just like 50 50 for me so that one i was okay with just because like knowing that like he's technically a captain and whatever i was like whatever i don't care i don't selena's like logically (laughs) that makes (laughs) sense logically (laughs) it's okay for dirty talk (laughs) 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 but yeah really 50 50 for me on this dirty talk during all the spicy scenes the intro chapter that we got for brendan in chapter four Mm -hmm. immediately i already knew he was ripped as hell but i Mm -hmm. thought it was so funny to see piper's reaction to him at the bottom of 188 when he like took his shirt off and he's just like ripped and i was like yeah why is he so hot why is he so hot (laughs) of course he's so hot yes he was jacked yes i love that though like oh my god he's so attractive (laughs) <laughs> love it my note says here top of page 193 read brendan's dialogue oh oh okay oh god okay Okay. Okay. are you ready oh god i'm are scared no i'm gonna throw up aren't I? <laughs> yes, <you are. laughs> i'm sorry i can't even read it okay oh okay are you ready okay no mm oh gosh okay please bear with me (laughs) i feel i feel like so embarrassed to even like say (laughs) okay 193 this is brendan's dialogue he he said oh my god oh my god (laughs) one day soon piper i'm going to f you so goddamn hard going to f the word friend right out of your beautiful mouth you'll forget how to say anything but my name real quick honey and then piper whispers in his ear and says promise Okay, one, I gasped really loudly because the whole friend thing came back and I was like, he did not just say that. Like, oh my gosh. Another part of me was like, oh God, was that necessary? <laughs> like, that's so over the top. Can I answer your question? <laughs> it was not necessary. Yeah. That was so, un- I'm going to F this and I'm going yeah. to Like, shut the heck up, <laughs> Brendan what the hell if can you imagine (laughs) like if someone ever said something like that to me i would be out of that moment i would say promise i'd be like i'm out like Like, don't say that the heck (laughs) oh my gosh yeah like it was just it was a lot that dirty talk did not do it for me i was like no nope no thank you no thank you (laughs) um another question though why mm-hmm. did they just have sex right there like i don't remember they were like already like half naked and like they were already so close to it It like might as well just like do it i don't i don't understand. i don't remember why either i know there was some reason but i don't know why yeah i just thought that was weird because i was like you guys are already so far but whatever literally <laughs> at that point I will say in this chapter, I really did like Piper's inner dialogue. I think (laughs) Tessa Bailey does a really great job. Switching. Switching. (laughs) Switching from the spicy scenes going back to character development. I think this is the first time that we really get to see Piper realize that she really does like Brendan. Yes. And like that her plan of hers to like go back to L.A. and live her own life. Like it's it's not as easy as she thinks anymore. And I really Mm -hmm. like that. Complex situation. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. Oh, it's not done. <laughs> <laughs> Why did he give her a spare key? It doesn't make sense. Come, Come That on. was so weird. Like, okay. I knew he was from a small town, but the thing is that like, if a guy ever gave me a spare key to his house after a week of doing stuff, immediately that was no. our first date. Exactly. Like. An ick, no, uh-uh. That's a huge ick for me. His reasoning behind it was, like, fine. Like, it was believable enough where I was like, okay, fine, Brendan, like, it shows that you're caring and blah, 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 blah. But still, mm-hmm. like, the factor, like, the the actual action of him giving his keys to her, I was like, no. Yeah, it's a no from me, yeah. dog. <laughs> that, yeah, that was too much. Exactly. It was too much. Last thing that I'll say about this chapter is that mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I love that she said, be careful to him at the end. I love that too yeah. and I think it brings back the warning that her mom yeah. gave her about fishermen and just like everything she's heard about them and knowing what happened just like that Brendan's wife died yeah. and just like and and it's so Uh, to me that was piper admitting that like she really really cared about him like you said with her character development so i really like that me too too. i thought that was like a great way to end the chapter the crazy chapter but yeah i loved it so much but yeah that is the end of chapter 16 and that is the end of this episode as well part one this book is nuts it's like there's so many times when i'm like this makes no sense yeah. But like, I still love it. Yeah. It's like a very weird thing. Um, But I think that's what I love about contemporary romances. Sometimes yeah. they don't have to make total no. sense. Like it doesn't have to be realistic. It's just like, it's just fun. And it's like cute. And I love that about it. Exactly. Um, So I'm very excited to discuss part two next week. Um, So you guys will have to tune in and we'll see you then. Bye. <laughs>